0: Welcome back to another episode of the Criterion Cult Film Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jordan Garcia, and with me as always,
1: Armando Avisa here. And what do we do here on the Criterion Cult Film Podcast?
0: Well, what we'd like to do is we bring a film from the Criterion Collection, and then we like to talk about a film that we believe belongs in the Criterion Collection. And so we vote that in or out. That's what the hosts do. But today is a special episode because we have a special guest who's bringing her own film. To the Criterion Collection, we have Audrey Lopez, who's an artist, and she's a co-host on the Real Talk uh, podcast, which you can find on YouTube, right? Is that correct, Audrey?
2: Yes, YouTube. Mm -hmm.
0: And uh, you you can listen to audio of it as well, or is it just video?
2: It's just video, because yeah, we're just strictly on YouTube right now, but we also have like an Instagram and a TikTok, but yeah, right now, strictly for the podcast, it's on YouTube.
0: Awesome, awesome. Well, welcome. Welcome to the cult. Yeah.
2: Thank welcome. you guys. I'm super excited to be here. I finally made it. I feel so <laughs> cool now. I finally made it to the Criterion Cult podcast. I've been I've been like a fan ever since um, you know, I like met Jordan and stuff. Like I really dig your guys' like idea behind the whole podcast. So yeah, I'm super excited that you guys have me on here.
0: Awesome. Well, we appreciate that. And we, we like what you're bringing today. So let's talk about what we're talking about. Uh, from the Criterion Collection, we're going to be talking about Boys in the Hood, which is a John Singleton film from 1991. And that is actually a Criterion uh, laser disc. So you're not going to find that on DVD or Blu-ray through them. It's out of print through them, but it is a laser disc. So we do count it. And yep. uh, to the collection, which we'll talk about later, you are bringing Boulevard Nights from yep. 1979. The classic, the East L.A. classic, the (laughs) classical,
2: the staple, (laughs) one of the staples,
0: one of them. Yeah. 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 But we'll get to that later. First, let's uh, let's talk about Boys in the Hood. Mm -hmm. 1991, John Singleton, written and directed. Uh, Give you a little synopsis for those who've never seen Boys in the Hood. You're insane. Uh, Boys in the Hood is the popular and successful film and social criticism from John Singleton about the conditions in South Central LA where teenagers are involved in gunfights and drug dealing on a daily basis. Once Upon a Time in South Central LA, ain't no fairy tale.
1: Was that that from... uh, That's from Letterboxd. Did you write that yourself? (laughs) I thought you
2: wrote that yourself. I was like, yeah. You have a gift.
0: That's from (laughs) Letterboxd. Remember, we're trying to get Letterboxd to sponsor us. Yeah
1: that popular yep. part is weird
2: yeah
0: like, i know it's a weird yeah it's a very weird thing but you know i mean <laughs> it is a popular and successful film and it stars yeah. uh lawrence fishburne as furious styles we got cuba gooding jr as trey styles ice cube as doughboy morris chestnut as ricky baker the great angela bassett as reva and nia long as brandy yep so let's get into it. let's get into boys in the hood Audrey, what is your experience with Boys in the Hood? Is it a movie that you watch a lot or is it something that you just sort of, uh, you've seen once and you kind of just didn't pay attention to it?
2: Um, No, I mean, I definitely saw it when I was younger, but then I, yeah, I hadn't rewatched it in a while, like it had been a minute so rewatching it again now that like I'm older I was like damn this is like I, I think when I was younger I wasn't able to like appreciate it like I knew it was good but you know what I mean but right. now that I'm older I was like damn like this is actually really really good
0: <laughs> yeah that's uh that's what that's pretty much my feelings as well I mean I liked it when I was younger but it was mm-hmm. more so like what we like to call a, a MySpace movie yes um, where it's like one of those movies that you just put on your MySpace to like you know like I'm um, <laughs> Emily cool.
1: and yeah yeah
2: yeah, it was, like, like, the cool thing back in the day.
0: Yeah, and it's, like, cool to quote that stuff, you know? Like, yeah. to quote all the things that they say. Uh, not anymore. <laughs> well, not anymore, but... <laughs>
2: <laughs> but it's it was definitely, like, the in-movie back in the day. Like, people were quoting it left and right, and, like, if you saw it, like, it was like, yeah, like, you watch it, it's so good, this and that. But, yeah, so I think that shows that it definitely had an impact in the youth, like, in the 90s. So. Right,
0: yeah, absolutely. And also, yeah, like you said, now that I watch it as I'm older, I kind of see you know, the ideas of, you know, all these things about gentrification and, and mm-hmm. being a man and masculinity and all these things that I didn't really, before I just thought like, yeah, I mean, someone shoots your brother, go out and shoot them.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what would Ice Just kidding on, just kidding? Just
0: kidding, obviously, that's not, <laughs> that's the moral I got when I was younger, at least. But now I'm right. just like, oh, no, but then you see, you kind of get it at the end. It's like, yeah, like Ice Cube's like, yeah, don't do that.
2: <laughs> yeah. The boy's
0: like, yeah, you don't want to do that. Like you, it's not ever glorifying any of that in any kind of way. You know, which I think, uh, you know, a lot of people might think that it is. If you don't really, if you haven't seen it recently, you might look back and like, oh, yeah, Boys in the Hood is just saying to be cool. Like, you know, because it's literally spelled with a Z, you're boys. (laughs) And that's cool.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's like actually pretty spot on because I think my problem with typically with these types of movies that involve like gangsters or like gangs or anything like that, they like, if you look at, like, a kind of, like, a Martin Scorsese movie, he kind of glorifies it, making it seem really cool, like, you want to be, like, a fucking mafia boss, but then you have, like, movies like this that I think make, show you the reality of it, that it's way more, like, deep than that, and it's not such a yeah.
0: Thing. Yeah, because especially because Singleton isn't. I mean, he's the stuff he does behind the camera is um, is really good because it's yeah. unnoticeable. Um It's yeah. not as flashy as like a Scorsese, where it's like literally like, <laughs> following them around in like a very like kind of cool and flashy way. Even though yeah. I don't see uh, Scorsese kind of glorifying that lifestyle, uh-huh. but uh, but I get what you're saying. It's yeah, yeah, a, like, yeah. It's it's very flashy. In the in Goodfellas, it's like, oh man, that looks cool. You know, you yeah. walk those suits and stuff. And and in uh, Boys in the Hood, it does look cool, but it still has that that kind of edge of like yeah this isn't really cool I mean look you're just you know it's these people don't want to be doing this it's something that they have to you know
1: Mm -hmm. well yeah it's more on in boys in the hood it's more like what the characters are saying too and that's what kind of got lost when I saw saw boys in the hood when I was younger you know I wasn't really necessarily paying attention to that more just the aesthetic of it and that you know like them driving around being cool Mm -hmm. like doing stuff and and this watch what I've I feel like I've seen it like recently too but this watch really like where I was really paying attention to what they were saying and
2: mm-hmm. like what
1: Furious Styles is like going on about when he's talking about the billboard how to, how they're selling their homes and just mm-hmm. even how he was with his son Trey like he's like I realize a lot more that he's really like trying to talk to his son and like give him advice and not just being the hard ass. Like he says in the beginning, like he's like, I know, I know you think I'm being hard on you, but I'm teaching you like responsibility and stuff like that. And you'll, you'll learn more because your friends out there don't understand. Don't get that out there, you know, Mm -hmm. and you're going to see what happens to him. And then that's like the whole setup for the movie. Like when he's telling him that when he's a little kid, like he's going to see what happens to his friends. Yeah. Yeah. even whether they are like living by that but obviously like you get caught up in it just being around these people and around that lifestyle like yeah oh boy, you know?
0: right right yeah it's it's like more so he's trying to you know he knows that that's the environment that they're in uh you know yeah. Lawrence Fishburne he knows that but mm-hmm. he knows that if he keeps some sort of discipline entree that he's not going to end up exactly like them obviously he's going to run with those kind of crowds and, and be in that lifestyle but he knows that there's got to be like you got to Basically, it's that idea of like, you know, stop killing each other, you know, like the, yeah. you know, whether it's uh, brown on brown crime or, you know, like black on black crime, whatever it may be. That was like the whole point of it. Like, don't like they, they want us to do this. You know, I, I really love that that um, mm-hmm. speech about, you know, the liquor stores on every corner. But you don't see that in Beverly Hills. Right. Like they yeah. want us to like poison ourselves. They want us to like kill ourselves. And, yeah, you know, when you are younger,
1: they want to keep us sedated. Exactly.
2: Yeah. <laughs> they want to keep the poor poor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. They
0: want to they want to keep us like um you know in a lot of ways too when in um Boulevard Nights it sort of has that idea too where it's they're more concerned about material things, you know, like uh, cars mm-hmm. and clothes and things like that as opposed to but you know unfortunately they're all there's like 10 of them living in one house, but yet they have mm-hmm. like really nice cars and like all these things, you know, but they you know it's just it's this idea of having things and not really being your own person and not really finding your own way. It's like well I'm in, I'm in the hood right here. So that's what I have to be. You know what I mean? Which is, you know, again, it's sometimes that's just the way it's going to go. And I understand that, but yeah, there, there are some people. And especially this movie, I think John Singleton is literally like John Singleton in this movie is Cuba Gooding Jr. Like punching and like screaming in the, in the living room of Nia Long's house. You know, he's just like, (laughs) I'm done with this. Like, stop it. Like stop killing each other. Like, come on.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He has that like anger out towards him. And he was like super young when he made this. Right.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was Twenty-three
1: yes. or something. Yeah,
0: that's
2: so nuts to me. Like Jesus, that's crazy. So, yeah, I mean, good on him.
0: Yeah, especially because of the filmmaking aspect. I mean, I wanted to bring mm-hmm. up one scene in particular that goes with, with the robbery sequence. Uh, the way that that's edited and, and the tension, and then even like the kind of like jazzy score that it has, mm-hmm. and then the, you the Lethal Weapon score, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the sax. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's 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 like a, it's it's got that like. I don't know, it, it doesn't, it adds something to it. It gives it more of a, like a, I don't know. Yeah, it, you think well,
1: Mertron Riggs are gonna jump in.
2: <laughs> are you kinda?
0: <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, but the, the point is, the way that the film, and that, the way that it's edited right there, and in the, in the shots that it shows you, right, that shows you, like, it has the, the, the drop of water coming from the faucet,
1: mm-hmm. and then it has
0: uh, Furious waking up, and then it has uh, Trey Young going to the restroom, you know, and all that stuff, and then, after that, him shooting the guy, and then it's the view from outside of the holes, which I don't think there would be that big of holes in the door with that gun. But who knows? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You think so? Those big holes where you could just see his whole head?
2: Yeah, it looked pretty big. It yeah.
0: Like... <laughs> it wasn't
1: that big, wasn't <laughs> that big but...
0: <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so... It was a wood door. Yeah. That's true. It is a wood door. But, it, like, and then that sequence of that, you know, the camera zooming out from that, and then you see that it's that, and he goes outside, and then the cops come, and then you have that whole thing about him being like yeah it's like why are the cops not here we've been waiting an hour and like you know Mm -hmm. and they just you know that that whole sequence literally is you know that it's very realistic in that sense you know it's it's not um it doesn't feel like a hollywood movie
1: yeah it definitely paints a picture of the time and like how corrupt the lapd is especially Mm -hmm. feeling at that time when just like how like even that when they're doing the college interview thing and the like the helicopters are just like always flying Mm -hmm. around into and even during the um you know like the sex scene too like when the helicopter like is just flying around oh I uh-huh. you know it's like always watching them always yeah. around. like they can't get away from it and like they're just trying to find like something in this like in this you know where they live to like escape but it's always like looming over them and and mm-hmm. john singleton is good at that like never letting you forget where they're at right at that time
0: yeah um, you know yeah, that makes sense how, how are you how do you feel about um the acting watching it uh, again how do you feel about ice cube uh you know as
2: uh, <laughs> i mean ice cube is ice cube <laughs> yeah. so i think he he does his job like he plays who he was supposed to play and he delivered you know what i mean um yeah. i think it just comes natural to him you know no yeah um, that, that makes
0: sense he was that, that character is actually based on mondo <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: But for me, the standout was definitely Fishburne. Like, I thought I, he knocked it out of the park. Like, he's just amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, it's probably one of his best performances um, of all time, especially because of just the way that he... Um, it's You know, he's just like... A, he's, he's being his Morpheus right there, you know? Yeah. He's, yeah. Being, he's being Cuba Gooden Jr.'s Morpheus pretty much. <laughs> he has that, like, that command of the screen of that, like, his voice is just so powerful and booming. Yeah. That he's just like, that when he says something to you, you're just like, oh, I better listen to this guy, you know? And yeah. also just... He just has like a physicality to him, you know, just the way that yeah. he moves himself. Like him, just like listening to the song in the car, dr- just the way he drives <laughs> his car, you know. He just has like this, like style. He
2: has his swagger. He has <laughs> yeah. swagger. Yeah. yeah, he does. Yeah. <laughs>
1: also, because he's super young too. Mm-hmm. At the same yeah. Time. Like he's supposed to be like, uh, like, wait, like twenty four or so, or like yeah. I would, or twenty five maybe. And then, like you know, even when he's older, like it's seven years later, he's only like thirty five. You know. Yeah. And, we're older than that right now. <laughs> We're older than Furious Styles. Yeah. And yeah, we crazy.
2: are. <laughs> and you're just like, now. Like, it makes you rethink. You're like, he looks good for his age.
0: <laughs> yeah. And it also may have, why, why didn't I have kids when I was in high school?
2: <laughs> right. I know. That's what he's trying to tell me. He's like, no, I had you at 17. So, yeah, he was a young dad. He didn't want that, though, for for his son. So.
0: Yeah, and, and but um, that's funny too because they make fun of that and don't be a menace. Where it's remember, uh, oh, his yeah. dad is like a little kid. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, he's younger than him. Yeah, his dad's yeah. like like a little kid, and he's like smacks him around. That's really funny. <laughs> but,
2: yeah, for sure.
1: But yeah, I will say this: the first thirty minutes of this movie is like so perfect, like how it shows like the whole like Stand By Me thing, mm-hmm. and how it just like, and how it's totally different, like from a bunch of white kids seeing a dead body to uh you know, like a bunch of black kids <laughs> seen a dead body, you know, it's like it's like they both have like kind of the same reaction to the body, but it's like they just walk away from it. It wasn't like a whole like planned out trip. It's just like, you know, just a quick morning thing that they were doing, like just hanging out, you know. Right, right. And and what's even more worse is like when he almost gets his ball stolen. Like oh, you know, dude. that's that's the whole thing, you know, like and the white kids are worried about like getting the attention of the older oh, love finding the body getting like of them finding the body you know right like, okay. and like kind of telling them the police telling the police but they realize that's kind of stupid and they just want to do an anonymous phone call at the end but it's like a totally different like you know like juxtaposition to see like where they are where these kids are and where these kids are living you know
0: right yeah and yeah and then what that yeah where that where those certain things are right like the body that stand by me they're gonna go find is like out somewhere where nobody's at yeah right and then yeah. here it's just literally in, Boys in the Hood, it's just literally in some back lot in some neighborhood
1: yeah he, he was murdered like yeah. you know and the other one is like not he was just he got hit by a train you know,
2: yeah
0: it. yeah well let's talk about that so um Audrey, you are uh currently in El Paso, Texas. Yes. But you did live in California for some time. I did. Time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um what what part of California did you live in?
2: Um inland empire, so like by Ontario.
0: Okay, okay. So um well, in if, Ontario. If 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 you don't mind me asking, what like were you how what how old were you kind of in that area? Were you like uh, like younger teens or was it were you like out of high school at that time?
2: Oh no, I was like out of high school. It was like, oh, okay. I was already older, like 19 when i okay. moved over there yeah okay
0: because i the reason i'm asking is because i, I want to say that like yeah we, he brought up that scene about the, the the football you know where his brother's like don't bring that ball like you know yeah. where we're gonna go walk you yeah. don't want to bring that ball and i was just saying because we were talking about that where uh living because we i grew up in pico rivera california yeah. and there there are certain places where it's just like oh yeah take off your headphones if you're gonna be walking yeah. like after school or something it's just like yeah you've got to take off <laughs> like don't like ride your skateboard like hold it and run through there like you oh know, yeah are they're they gonna like take it from you like and, and, and they're not gonna like they're not gonna come up and take it to you they're gonna do it like that they're gonna be like hey, yeah man, let me let me see that skateboard and you're just gonna be like, Oh damn it you're like <laughs> you fuck
2: know? all right here
0: <laughs> yeah I was just wondering I was just gonna ask if you've ever kind of experienced anything like that I mean I you yeah. know or if, or if you had any like any neighborhoods around you that were sort of you know like that in that way
2: Oh yeah, definitely. Like that's why I shook my head when Mondo was talking about it. Cause I was like, Oh, I know that feeling dude. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like shit. Like you couldn't like, if you got something new for like Christmas or whatever, like you couldn't, you'd be scared to walk out with it. Cause you were scared that like someone was going to steal it from you. And like, growing up like my dad grew up like in the hood like real hard so he would always tell me this story I remember it he said that he had like a low rider bike for one of his birthdays and he's like I was so proud of it he was like it was mine it was brand new it was so sick he's like and then like I was dumb and I left it for like a minute outside of our house and someone stole it like right away yeah. so like that's always like in my head I feel so bad <laughs> so like yeah I definitely understand like that feeling and where it was coming from and like i remember being little too like you said like you knew like certain part like okay like i have to take this off or i have to like hide this because yeah like it was like someone was going to steal it from you like you said and they weren't going to be like shy about it they were just going to take it yeah
0: yeah because honestly i mean there's like a difference i'd rather have them run up on me and just attack me and steal my stuff that's (laughs) instead of them like being all like calm and coming up like hey man let me see that like Like, because because you know they're like making you give it to them yeah it's, like it's like humiliating yeah it's humiliating like you know what I mean like I'd rather get jumped and have them just take my stuff instead right. of me like actually handing it to them because I mean yeah. that's that sort of situation kind of happened to me with my headphones we're like but luckily mm. there was an older guy there who was just like leave them alone let him go like, yeah you know, like these guys are like hey let me what are you listening to let me let me let me see let me hear what you're listening to and I was like oh my god like yeah you know? but some older guy was just like i oh, let him leave him alone like let him go you know yeah so I was like whoo you know what I mean <laughs> Yeah. When I like when I see that scene. When I yeah. saw that scene, I was just like, "Oh, I like." I literally felt that in my stomach. When he yep. like, bring that ball, I was like, "Don't take that ball, Ricky! Damn it!" <laughs>
2: <laughs> I know, dude. It's like, oh, it it hurt me. I was like, "But I feel it. I feel it. <laughs> it's gnarly." yeah so, and that's
0: what and that's and that's what's great about this movie is that it has that those realistic scenes that if you kind of you know i mean i, I wasn't born in some like cra- you know pika rivera's not some crazy hood hood you know mm-hmm. what i mean but there are little sections of it that it can be bad but it's not like crazy like that but yeah. at the same time you know what i mean like that's you, you still can connect to those things if you sort of know that that or that area those areas and that kind of lifestyle you know
2: yeah yeah crazy
1: yeah, I mean, that's also just how the 90s felt all the time, you know, like mm-hmm. just because of the news and everything always like they're just reporting on violence and like gang stuff mm-hmm. and like just like how everyone dressed back then too. everyone felt like they were a gangster like or especially when you're younger, you know, you didn't know any better. But I mean, if you would have said no, like to them, like if they were trying to like take your headphones or your football, like what would they have done really? Like They would have just taken it from you then, right? Yeah. Yeah. But it always felt like, yeah, they're trying to make, oh, you felt like you just gave it to them and they're going to keep it forever, yeah. For yeah. indefinitely. And a lot of times they'll even just say, oh, I'm just going to borrow it or yeah. whatever, you know? And you're and just like, like yeah,
0: you
2: liar.
1: Yeah,
0: I'll give it back tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I'll get, come back tomorrow. I'll give it back to you tomorrow. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, sure. I'm sure you're going to be here on this yeah. corner that you're.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. You you knew you weren't gonna see that thing again. You're like, it's it's gone.
0: My yeah, it's is. it's it's really wild that that's um that that yeah it's that movie captured that feeling. And and again, when I was younger, I never really I never really got that. I I just thought it was cool. Like you, yeah. you know, like I said, I was like, man, this is cool. Like I want to get a Raiders hat. Like I want to you know, <laughs> <laughs> I want to be like Doughboy, not like you know, really be like him, but look <laughs> like him. Maybe not Jerry girls, <laughs> but I, I would. The point was that I, just I was wanted like, to be really, cool. the hair.
2: <laughs> I was like, I don't know about the hair, man, but okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I mean, and then I also like that he, I mean, this is kind of just a little side thing, but I like that uh, Ice Cube wears like uh, shorts that are above his knees in this movie. He doesn't wear like big, huge, baggy shorts. Just pointing that right. out. Just want to say that, you know, you don't have to wear huge, baggy shorts all the time. You could They could be above the knees. You could still be gangster above the knees. I'm just saying.
2: <laughs> <laughs> You don't yeah, have but, to wear the baggy stuff. Yeah, you don't.
0: You, you really don't. And and that you know, it shows that in, in Boulevard Nights as well. You know, you could look good without having to wear this big old clothes. But, you know, I'm not hating yeah. on that. If that's what you want to do, that's cool. I'm just saying, you know,
1: that's right. Yeah. It's funny that both of the older guys are always like stuck in an era. Like in uh, Boulevard Nights, <laughs> the other guy's like all disco. And then. <laughs> You know, in, in Boys in the Hood, the two older guys are, are like the really older gangster who's only 27 when he says he's like, oh, these guys are old as fuck and they're still doing this shit. Like, oh you know? yeah, But that's because also the life expect- expectancy is like something like, you know, is shorter in the hood or whatever. I don't know if they yeah. show that it's that, that factoid. in. oh, I think it's in Menace to Society. They show that factoid they might yeah. Yeah.
0: They, yeah i mean they have one at the beginning of this but it's not that.
1: But yeah but anyway like yeah the older guy has the jerry curl and he's making fun of him like later about it <laughs> <But> yeah <laughs> it's just weird it's funny yeah no everyone's
0: i mean because that's what it is right like and then yeah. but also you know the way that the only way that cuba gooding jr um can kind of you know same thing with um the, the guy in boulevard nights is that you kind of have to dress like that a little flasher, a little different to kind of because you know you're in the hood and if you kind of dress a certain way in the hood even if you're not gang affiliated you know you're going to get hit up and stuff like that you know what I yeah. mean and so mm-hmm. I think you know that was always kind of you know my thing too it's just like I just wanted to look as punk and skater as possible so that they wouldn't want to bother me
2: they were like oh I mean, no he's a punk
0: yeah he's not like you know he's not like some cholo or something you know yeah. what I mean like so that but yeah that's that is funny that that like uh everyone is kind of like stuck in these like disco <laughs> but it was just the I time just hear you know? the song yeah, yeah it was just the time it was just the times yeah. you know yeah but, um yeah boys in the hood um is just yeah it's just the classic it's crazy yeah. that criterion doesn't have it um you know a doesn't keep going with it doesn't have a you know a dvd or a blu-ray of it yet yeah but it might be because they can't get the rights to it or something but r.i.p I john singleton yep um, i know are, are you a fan of any of his other work have you seen any anything else from him um
2: right off the bat i mean i can't think of anything else i just can think of this one
0: yeah yeah i mean i i've i haven't seen any of this stuff in a long while the only thing i can really think of right now is like poetic justice with uh janet mm-hmm. jackson and tupac yeah,
1: yeah. I, like, uh, I like higher learning a lot
0: too higher learning that's right that's right
1: yeah
0: yeah that that's kind of like the college years yeah. right yeah
2: yeah, yeah. Nice. That's cool. i haven't seen that one
0: yeah um so should we start wrapping it up on boys in the hood what do you think
1: yeah we can give our last thoughts yeah
0: so audrey last thoughts on boys in the hood just kind of sum up everything that you got from this view and um if you can, we like to rate stuff. Uh, the Criterion movie from zero to five. So if you can give it a you know a rating as well. So last okay, thoughts cool. on Boys in the Hood.
2: Um. Well, like I said, I really enjoyed it this time around. I think it's a super important film, um, and I think it deserves to be Criterion. Um, like you said. It sucks that it's not on like actual physical media yet, but I think um, it definitely deserves a spot because, yeah, it's really good. It's dealing with really important issues that are still showing up today, which is crazy to think about because, I mean, this came out in the 90s, but here we still are. So I think the way it deals with those is really good. It doesn't like feel like overly like they're trying to like bang it in your head. It's like kind of still subtle, which I can appreciate. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, that's like one of the things that I got from it this time around. I I really enjoyed that, how, the, how he handled it. And I think it just shows how talented he was as a director. And like all the cast, I think they all did really good. Um, like I said, Fishburne was probably my favorite, but I think they all did great. So from zero to five... Oof, I hate rating stuff. <laughs> um, you have I probably, to do it. You have okay, to do it now. Okay. <laughs> right off the bat, I mean, the number that comes to my head is a four because I really can't think of, like, too many problems that I had with it. So, yeah, I'm going to have to give it a four.
0: All right. That works. Nice. Thank you for rating it. I know you hate rating stuff, but that well, at the cold, that's what we do. <laughs> you you got to drink yeah, the I cold. Yeah, I know.
2: <laughs> if you see the real talk, like I have a love and heat relationship with rating. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I know, because John just loves to rate stuff. Yeah, a he's just rating, <laughs> ranking things all over the place.
2: He loves his list, and I fucking can't stand lists. So I'm like, no, <laughs> can't do it. Yeah,
0: we got, we got to get John on this thing too.
2: Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah, all right, Mondo. Last thoughts.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, "Poison the Hood" is an important film, and I don't know why it feels like I don't know. It feels like it kind of gets left out of the conversation a lot nowadays. You know, like no one really goes back to it or or they just kind of see it as like we we were thinking about it when we first kind of saw or when we saw it when we were younger you know it's just kind of that cool like gangster stuff or like you know even though it wasn't cool at all we're (laughs) scared of it completely but it was still like I don't know it just I don't know it just said something in it and this and this time it really did say something more so like than than what I ever thought it would you know like and also like yeah it's all dealing with all this stuff that we're still going through like it's a lot of stuff has just not changed you know and it's starting barely to like i don't know sort of change or go in that direction and before like it really didn't seem like it was ever gonna like go like you know like like uh you know racism and all that stuff kind of right like, you know and police brutality and just now like you know like people like trying to deal like you know, like, how good a dad furious was, like, you know, like, really, Mm -hmm. like, talking to his son about, like, sex, and, like, you know, teaching him things, and, like, was really trying to instill, like, you know, morals, and, like, you know, like, him being a man, and being responsible, and his actions, what they, what they're gonna do, and stuff like that, you know?
0: I never tap dancing around those subjects, either. Yeah, exactly, like,
1: really just asking your son, and, I mean, I didn't get that, I mean, like, my dad talked to me, like, about, like, some stuff but not really like you know not really on that yeah. level that like like you know like kids kind of need you know like everyone mm-hmm. needs you know like it's just and it's just i don't know it's just it's still a hard subject for i'm sure a lot of people to talk about you know, and yeah that's what it's good so i give it uh five marks five marks nice. yeah Woo. like a mark ass yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right nice. nice all
0: right my last thoughts on boys in the hood is that I think it is literally like an epic. It reminds me like, you know, especially because it starts from them as kids and it, you stay with them for a pretty good while when they're kids and mm-hmm. then it moves on. Like, I'd love that transition of little Doughboy going to jail for the first time. Right. That must be the first time he's gone. Yeah, it's like, the
1: first time. Yeah. And then
0: literally like it flashes forward seven years and he's coming out of jail for obviously something else. Yeah. But it's still just like, I just love that transition because it just shows you like those characters growing into these people that they're going to. Yeah. Be. And I, and I think, you know, a lot of times they'll use those flashbacks in films, but they'll use them as flashbacks. They, they, they won't start from there and then just let the story play out like that. You know what I mean? They'll try to jump back and forth. And I think John Singleton is a master in this type of um, storytelling In trying to like it's realistic. It's it's uh, it feels like, uh, you know, again, it is very much relevant in the worst ways. Right. Like at the end, well, you know, when Doughboy is just like I turn on the news. And I just see that there's violence in the, in all this in the world everywhere. all well. yeah, But they're not is. talking about my brother. Just they just got shot. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and that was the things. It's like literally now it's barely starting to get those types of things are barely starting to get like light shown on them. You know what I mean? And not, you know, the news would show that stuff, but it's like gang violence, everyone's killing each other. Now it's kind of being like, look, these, these innocent people are dying out here. Like, you know, like we've got to stop this, you know? And it's not just, the news is not just being like, Oh, these horrible places, South central, everyone's just killing each other. Literally just being like, look, well, and also because unfortunately, you know, everything's getting gentrified, but that is another thing that Furious Styles is going to stop. And I'm, and I'm going to help. Me, me and Furious are going to stop the gentrification of this damn city. Um, so, so for that, I say Boys in the Hood is a classic. I give it a yep.
2: –
0: I I, I'm going to have to give it a five. Five Doughboys. So those, those are big nice. fives. Big yep. fives. <laughs> damn. Yeah. So that's Boys in the Hood. All right, Audrey, you are bringing Boulevard Nights. To the collection uh let me go ahead and give some information about boulevard nights for those who don't know uh it is directed by michael pressman uh it was a 1979 film uh here's letterbox again uh, this is not i didn't make this up i'm not writing these things this is letterbox letterbox please sponsor us everything happens on the boulevard and the boulevard happens at night <laughs> <laughs> a focus on life and gang. Oh wait, sorry. A focus on life in a gang. <laughs> Boulevard Nights portrays the dangers of street violence. Richard Iniguez, I can't, I can't say that last name. Yeah. Plays a young Chicano who tries to get out of the gang, but he keeps finding himself drawn back into it. And uh, the film was actually written by because I just want to say that Michael Pressman's a white man, um, you know. But but it was written by Desmond Nakano, who also wrote American Me. He's a person of color. I'm not sure if he's Indian or or. Or something but um uh, i believe i think he's asian i'm not sure i'm not yeah. sure exactly I, I don't know anything um but it stars richard Iniguez. Iniguez, am mm.
2: i saying that right yeah Jesus. it's a weird yeah
0: yeah as as raymond um. uh danny de la paz as Chuco, martha dubois as shady uh betty carvajo carvajo as uh, miss avila and james victor as gill so that is the information for Boulevard Nights. Audrey, you know, there, you're bringing Boulevard Nights here, but, you know, there, there, what, there's, it's part of what I like to call the big four, right, in terms of like yeah. the, the, the Chicano movie things, right? So you have Blood in, Blood out, mm-hmm. American Me, mm-hmm. and I like to put Mi Vida Loca in there because it comes a perspective from women, you know, you don't get a lot yep. of women perspectives in here, and Boulevard Nights. Why Boulevard Nights out of those three? Why, why bring that one?
2: um well it's it's just always been my favorite i think because i feel like out of those it feels the most authentic is that a word i want to say i don't know yeah because even like maybe the look i think i that's also like one of my favorites but um boulevard nights i just think i grew up with that one the most um like watching it like all the time constantly on replay
1: Oh, okay.
2: (laughs) it's like like I said, it's like my dad's favorite. So he showed it to me since I was like super young. I just remember really liking it. And I think I also have a really like an attachment to it because um, I would visit Whittier Boulevard all the time growing up because my my dad lived in East L.A. So he would always take me there, you know, growing up in that area. So I recognized the spots, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I yeah. had an uncle that was in the Imperials um, ah. in the car. Yeah. So it has a lot of family tie in to me. So I think that's why it's my favorite. But, I mean, going at it from a movie perspective, like I said, I think it just feels the most authentic. I don't know. I think it's, like, the way it's acted, the way it's, like, I know the acting's not, like, top-notch, but I think that's the charm of it. You know what I mean? Like, how they deliver some of the lines. (laughs) Like, watching it, you're just kind of, like, it's funny, but it's just the charm because it's, like, these people are, like, real people. They're not, like, some, like, actors that were, like, had, like, a really good, like, filmography. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. You had Danny De La Paz, like, at, like, the beginning of his career. I think he – is this one before American Me? It is, right? It
0: is, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, he's, so he, yeah, he's really young here um, yeah. and very inexperienced. Uh, but right. again, like you said, it, it doesn't like hinder the, the performance really, because I mean, he's supposed to be kind of a stilted little boy kind of. Yeah. So it makes sense that his answers always just sound like he's like really slow or like he just, you know what I mean? Like the way he responds yeah. <laughs> and things. And I don't know if, you know, that could not, that could not have been a choice. Maybe he's just, you know, the bad actor, but it does work <laughs> for the character that he's playing. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah.
2: It adds definitely like, I think something to it. So um so yeah, that's why out of like all of those, it's always been my favorite for sure. So
0: yeah, that, that makes sense because uh, American Me, uh, Blood in, Blood Out, um and me v- Vida Loca are, are sort of um they're not they're they do feel more like they're they're not like in the suburbs of what we know, right? Like it's it's not East LA and Mi Vida Loca, right? It's like Echo Park, I think. Yeah, it's Echo yeah. Park. Yeah. yeah, and then like yeah, American Me is just like what, the, the Mexican mafia and then uh, yeah. blood, in, blood out. Where does that take place?
1: Uh, I don't know. Is isn't that somewhere it, in L.A.? Is that in yeah? LA? It's somewhere there... in
2: L.A. I think it's in in L.A. too. Oh,
1: uh, okay, but yeah, yeah it's but like but deep in it, maybe like Boyle Heights or something. Probably.
0: Like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But but Boulevard Nights does feel a little more like there isn't there isn't some like, like Niklo, you know what I mean? There isn't some like, you know, or like, um, even in American me, there's like that, that white guy that they have, or like there's like an Asian guy that they have in their gang and stuff like that. And like, there's always like these things that feel like they're added for the movie, even though they might not be, you know, they they might be real stuff that happened, but this doesn't feel like they had to add anything. It's just like, yeah, literally like these guys go cruising down the boulevard at night and one of them's trying to get out of being in a gang and he's, Mm -hmm. um, you know, in love with this girl. Um, but his brother's uh, an idiot. And so he's got to like watch him and make sure that he doesn't do these stupid things. You know what I mean? So it's a pretty basic story. And I think that's why it's also, um, strangely enough for me, why it's also kind of the better ones out of the four. uh, Because the story's so simple, there is Mm -hmm. no, you know, there's not all these things that you have to worry about. You know, you're just kind of watching, again, like in Boys in the Hood, you're just sort of watching uh, these people live their life. It's just kind of going and you're just like, oh, okay, like, let me just see them walk around or cruise or do these things, you know?
2: Right. It doesn't feel like overly embellished because even for me, like American Me already feels like it had Hollywood on it, if that makes sense. Like it already had like a feel of like, okay, this is more of like a Hollywood production. I don't know if that's true or not, but like that's what it felt like to me. It's like I'm trying to see if that makes sense. And for like you said, I think um, Boulevard Nights is just such a simple like streamlined like story. And it's just something that we've all kind of known. I'm assuming, like, we all have, like, a cousin <laughs> that right. yeah, probably yeah. looks like Chuko. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. So, <laughs> Too many, so actually.
2: <laughs> yeah, so it's just, like, I don't know, something familiar about it, and I love the Chicano representation, and I think that's why I would love to see it on Criterion because I think it'd be amazing, like, just to have a story like that.
0: Yeah, that that's funny that you bring mm-hmm. up that you like the representation of it because, you know, when it came out, the, you know, everyone was protesting it. Everyone mm-hmm. was saying, like, this is making us look bad. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That We're not a bunch of cholos. We're not this. But, yeah, I, you know, uh, I, mm-hmm. I obviously disagree with them. Um, I agree with you. It, it is um, it is actually a good representation of that lifestyle. It's not glorifying it. It's not saying that that's cool. It's literally showing you that, that this is what they have to do. This is them surviving. Yeah. This is them. You know what I mean? And uh, mm-hmm. it's not trying to say, like, oh, yeah, like, you want to be Chuko. No, you you do not want to be him. Like, Yeah,
2: not, exactly. Not,
0: there's no point in this movie where I'm like, oh, man, that guy's cool. I'm just like, that guy's <laughs> an idiot. Like, if I was that dude's brother, I'd smack him around every day. Like, seriously.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I like what you said about, like, uh, Audrey, like, uh, about the authenticity about it. Like, it's not really flashy or, like, glorifying anything. It's kind of just showing it as, like, as those, as, like, as that lifestyle is, you know, it's not really going any crazy. It's not like really like uh, making it bigger for like, you know, the camera or anything like that. It's just kind Mm -hmm. of like, it is what it is, you know, like, yeah, they're just huffing paint. They're just like driving down the boulevard. (laughs) You have your mentally ill brother with you, you know, (laughs) just kind of like trying to find his way. They can't like, you know, they really can't like, they don't have the words for it to put what he is like, you know, he's just like trying like, you know, he's angry but he doesn't know how to deal with his anger or anything like that you know it's just like Mm -hmm. all these problems that we just kind of like oh yeah just you just got to be a man you just got to do what you have to do you know get a job Mm -hmm. do this provide and stuff like that and like yeah yeah this is my first watch of this movie i've never i I didn't grow up with it for some reason even though i grew up with all the other the other three movies you know like me vita loca and blood in blood out you know and it's kind of weird that i didn't see this before but i don't know it it was like um and yeah it is a simple story like to like go through and like you know like that was kind of like maybe my gripe a little bit about it like it's just like kind of plain you know like Mm -hmm. and maybe boys in the hood does that better but it's also it's just so it's just a different time too you know Mm -hmm. it's like 10 years earlier sort of you know and stuff like that and but also the directing i think like john singleton had more like passion behind this like that story that he was telling because he wrote it and stuff and this was Jonathan Pressman Michael Pressman Michael Pressman like I don't know if he like had the like um, the real passion behind it you know he might have yeah I don't know but like he, that doesn't kind of come through yeah he was
0: saving all his passion for uh Ninja Turtles 2 <laughs> Secret of the Ooze which is one of the movies he directed after this about that. <laughs>
2: He's like, I'm going to leave the Cholos alone and move on to Turtles.
0: (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) A different type of gang. Yeah, Yeah. I think like um, Boulevard Nights is definitely like the more like, um, I don't want to say underground, like obscure one. Mm Because when I talk to people, they automatically are like, oh, yeah, blood in, blood out. And I'm like, all right, dude, like, okay. Like, yeah. yeah, But have you seen Boulevard Nights? (laughs)
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it is. It is the obscure one because if I mean, do you own it or did you have to rent it or how did you watch it?
2: I own it and I also, I have it like on DVD and then I also have it like digitally just Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, and yeah, because when you even, you know, when you watch it, even when you get the good quality, the digital one, it still looks like you got it from a bootleg out of someone's trunk. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It needs to be like touched up. Like someone needs to go Mm -hmm. over that film and really like you know, do some stuff to it. because
2: Give it some love, yeah.
0: Yeah, because there are some scenes that are cleaned up. A lot of the close-up scenes that he has at night, they're cleaned mm-hmm. up. But when it's like, you know, it's at night and he's got like, he's trying to show you the city and things like that. And there's supposed to be people in there. You can't really see them. It's kind of, you know, grainy. It's just
2: blurry. Yeah. yeah.
0: So that's, and that's another reason why I think it it sh- probably should be, you know, picked up by the Criterion because, you know, we need someone to really like, uh you know, put some love in it.
2: Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also-
0: it's, uh, we need to get that soundtrack out again. We need to get this, what is it, street tattoo? Street tattoo?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Dude, street tattoo. Yeah, I know.
0: <laughs> yeah. Is that on
1: Spotify?
0: <laughs> it probably is. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, yeah, because, um, yeah, I, I would yeah. say that um, I'm, I actually am surprised you haven't, you didn't grow up with this Mondo because it is yeah. really, I do feel like it is a staple in a lot of homes. I mean, my dad was the person who watched this movie a lot. My grandpa knew about this movie. Literally, like, they, my dad gave me, like, a bootleg version of it. Like, Mm -hmm. he's, oh, you like movies here? Watch this, you know? And Mm -hmm. I saw it, and I was like, oh, yeah. Like, it literally, you know, reminded me of when I was a kid, when I was younger, like, um, in the 90s, and just sort of seeing those type of people, like, at family functions. Yeah. Sort of, like, really knowing that kind of, like, lifestyle. Literally seeing the person, like, uh, the older brother. You know, who's mm-hmm. sort of like he used to be in it, but now he's got his hair grown out and he's kind of dressing different. <laughs> you know, he's got the flared disco hair. <laughs> and then, you know, and then they have that younger brother or something. Yeah. Just like, just, he just stands there at the party, like all, squ- you know, squared up, just like staring yeah. at everybody trying to be tough. And you're just like, dude, come on, like relax. Like, yeah. but then what's funny about that is because it is that, that he captures, that the movie captures that idea of that, that masculinity, that false masculinity of that. Like what, why I bring that up for, with like people that I know because it is that thing, right? They, they want to talk to you at parties where they're just like, oh, like, what's up? Like, who are you? Yeah. What's up? But then when they go to try to get a job interview and the guy's like, oh, you want to work here? They're just like, mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah. They like, forget you know how to talk. I
0: mean? <laughs> yeah. And all of a sudden, they don't have this, like, you know, they're not so like, what, look me in cool. the eye. I'm a man. Like, you know, like, yeah. well, if you're going to talk to me, look me in the eye or something. Like, they're, they're literally just, they can't, he can't even look him in the eye. He can't even, yeah. like, he's all shy and weird. And he's like, well, do you want the job? And he's all, well, yeah. yeah
2: yeah i know (laughs) but i think i think raymond had that like in spades like he was like the prideful one that was like like no like own your shit you know what i mean like even when he tries to like confront big happy big happy's like okay you know what i mean like he still has that like what are you going to do about it? Like, come on, dude. Because he's like, a vet that I don't know what you would call back in the day. So, like, right. they respect him. And he knows what's up. And he's that's a really, about it.
0: That's a really funny scene. That's one of my favorite scenes. <laughs> yeah. It's like, big, happy, trying to be all tough with them. And he's like, well, what are you going to do about it? And he's like, well, 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 you know what, the thing is this. <laughs> yeah, he's like,
2: all I know is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i know dude that's that's a funny scene i i really like that but yeah i i always thought that was cool and i also one of the things that i really like about this one is that it shines a little bit more on the lowrider aspect of it you know because that's also just a really important thing in chicano culture like yeah cruising
0: and stuff yeah
2: yeah so i really appreciate that that they actually show like a real car car group you know what i mean like that actually was someone big in that back in that time so yeah i i, I love that that's just like a one for me
0: yeah it certainly does have a realistic aspect that cruising i mean that's what it feels like mm-hmm. you know what i mean you when you when you used to see that on whittier boulevard that's what it was like it was just like people partying like that they all look like that mm-hmm. they all had those cars i mean my grandpa used to have like an old kind of cherry bomb that he used to drive around and cruise with and stuff like that mm-hmm. like it just really just it's crazy how you know, because, you know, you look at me, you wouldn't think that I have any of that <laughs> kind of in my family or, or that I would even know anything about that, really. Yeah, but, yeah, it just, it is kind of nice to sort of see it in, like, like, a, in art, like, you know what I mean, not just watching, like, um, you know, because this kind of can veer in kind of after school special uh, territory yeah. a little bit, a little bit, but luckily, yeah. it doesn't, it doesn't get too over crazy. Like, there isn't, like, some, like, you know, Richie, someone's, stri- <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know people get emotional when people die but it's not so like over dramatic you know what i mean like they you know and it's yeah i don't know
2: he's just like yeah
1: (laughs) yeah you can also tell they got like real people too especially when they they show the trollas and they never really like yep Mm but like you know they never like there's never like a close-up of them it's just always them talking to somebody like from Mm -hmm. the back or whatever and it's funny because like yeah my aunt looked like those trollas (laughs) you know with with their makeup and stuff like they're old pictures of them yep yeah that's how they looked and yeah yeah it's really weird like you know so I mean yeah I get they like we're really trying to get like some authenticity in this film and not just trying to make it like a a glorified thing and like make like oh yeah cruising the boulevards like the cool thing to do or the greatest thing or like you know or like it really has that message you know like what boys in the hood ha- has and I don't know blood in blood out I haven't seen yeah. that in such a long time but I don't I don't know what the message was in that. You know? like, it gets I, lost, I you think know? that's
0: just more so like, don't like that's also just kind of like, be careful if you join a gang. Cause you're going to get yeah. yourself hurt or someone else hurt. Or I think, yeah, yeah, yeah here and boys in the hood and even in, uh, well, I guess maybe not so much Boulevard nights, but that, yeah, that idea of like, just, you know, being in a community and not hurting each other, like not, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like, we're all just in here. Like we're doing this stuff because, you know, we have to not, you know, It's like cruising and stuff is just what is popular in these hoods, you know, in in these things. Like it's not, it's not necessarily like, it shouldn't be their end all be all for their lives. But it feels like it is at that moment of of time in your life when you're doing stuff like that. You know what I mean? It feels like that's all there is. Cars, cruising, girls, you know what I mean? But this doesn't really... This is kind of showing you. The film is kind of showing you, like now nah, there, there's not. There's more to that. Like you know, there's love. There's there's relationships. There's family, like real family. You know what I mean? Not just mm-hmm. like uh, these gang members who just are kind of using Chuko because they know. You know he's he's vulnerable. He's going to do what they say. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's going to get a tattoo if they tell him to. He's going to do these things, and and also you know, uh, let's talk about Chuko let's get into Chuko and that kind of that, that kind of person because those kind of people exist and one of yeah. the one of the craziest things me and Mondo were talking about this after watching it was I think one of the most kind of uh I think the most one of the most disrespectful things that I've ever seen a, a gangster do on film is uh, what Chuko Ch- does when he writes the gang when he tags up on the little girl's yeah. Hand. Yeah. like that that was just like I remember see like I was watching that and like I was just like oh my god like that's like <laughs> That's, I mean, that's literally worse than like, like going up to her and just smacking her in the face or something, I, I think.
2: <laughs> yeah. Like, you know what I
0: mean? Because it's like, yeah. that's like, they take that so seriously, you know, like yeah. tagging up things like that and, that. and that's literally like your little sister that he wrote on her hand. Like,
2: I know Yeah.
0: That, 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 that's crazy. I think that's like that. That to me is like, I, I would just want to kind of like show like, uh, you know, kind of newer cholos and stuff and be like, hey, look, check this out. Like, you don't got to like shoot up houses. You can like you can <laughs> fight people and you could do crazy stuff with just like right on people's hands. And <laughs> like that's take it. A, yeah. <laughs> you don't have to like hurt them or you know what I mean? Like and that'll be more disrespectful than anything. You know what I mean? You'll saying? start a
2: war. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I know. I remember like even in the beginning sequence. That's what starts it all when he crosses out. Their name, right. you know how it's like tagged, and he like crosses out. That's it. That's like over. Like, all right, you started a war. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's pretty crazy because that's that's true. Like that's how it is. It's like being like disrespectful or showing disrespect and not respecting the hood and where which barrio you belong to. Right. So yeah, it's yeah, I get what you're coming from with that too. <laughs> but yeah, he's he's not the smartest guy, unfortunately.
0: No. Yeah, um Mondo was saying it was like a of mice and cholos. Yeah. Instead of of mice and men, he's like, he's like a, what is it, Lenny? Little Lenny? I forget, I
1: forget the guy's name.
2: <laughs> yeah, dude, for real. I yeah. mean, Daniel Paz. I think he, he definitely, like, grew up a bit more. But in that one, you're just like, oh, my God. <laughs> it's real cringy to yeah,
0: look at yeah it's it's not it's not again it, it, it's it, there's parts that are pretty cringy um but there are some scenes that i think he does pretty well like I, I think one thing that i i you know i'd never noticed before that i noticed on this watch was you know that that crow that's in a cage i mean that's just mm-hmm. that's him right like that's supposed to be him that's why he mm-hmm. sits there and stares at it because he's just mm-hmm. like yeah that that's that's this is my life i'm just gonna be this crow in a cage you know what I mean like why yeah. is it a crow why is it not know. like a dove or something it's it's literally no. a crow to like so you know what I think mean
1: they were trying to find something with that and they just forgot about it I mean <laughs> they, yeah they, know, they, were they, trying they to, do like, forget the but... meaning behind like oh he's a gentle soul or something but no he's just an idiot with a crow in <laughs> a cage oh
2: dude <laughs> I don't I, know if I
0: I don't know I wouldn't say if he, they were trying to say he's a gentle soul I would just think that they're just like yeah he just I don't know that's just like a, a physical like metaphor like you know a representation of his of his, him inside he's just trapped in this cage and it just
2: yeah. and
0: he doesn't even know how to like you know the whole time he's just like oh you don't want to look at me bird like look at me like he's not even being like nice to it really you know it's just he that. was
2: just trying to show like i don't know yeah like i, I get what you're saying and i, mean, I can, like lenny I and the, the mouse
1: killed it <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah to, yeah they're trying to make it deeper but they just kind of whatever they we're just gonna short. leave it there
2: yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I I feel bad for the mom because she's just always like trying to like get him to do better, and he's <laughs> just like no, like I'm not not gonna do it, not for my yeah. mom.
0: Yeah, Unfortunately, there's way too many moms dealing with shit like that nowadays, mm-hmm. especially and and back then even more so. You know, because that yeah. part I, I feel like that part of East LA is pretty gentrified now. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't think it's as you know you know what I mean, right? I, I don't uh, think it's still like that. that. You don't you yeah. know. I don't know. You want to drive through that right now? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't, I, I, some of those areas I don't think are, are the same, but I, I could be wrong again. Um, but I, I thought, because I thought I saw some like somebody mentioning that, how they liked this film because it, it, it captured a lot of those um, neighborhoods that aren't like that anymore. They, Back in you the know, day. Yeah, you can't really see them like that anymore. There, nothing looks like that around there. At least, at least that's what I read. I don't know. I'm not like out there cruising the boulevard. So I don't know. You're
2: like that's not my scene. So yeah.
0: <laughs> Well, nobody wants me in it. I tried to get it. They're just like, we don't, we don't want you. <laughs> I rolled up in my, I rolled up in my Kia, and I was like, can I cruise the boulevard with you? And they're just like, no.
2: <laughs> like, what are you doing? Get out here. No, yeah, um, yeah. It's been a minute since I've been to that area, so yeah, I, I'm not sure if it's still like that or not. But
0: yeah, but I, I'm glad that you brought this film because you know we don't have very, we don't have enough chulos in the Criterion Collection.
2: Oh no. yeah, for sure. Not
0: no
1: movie, yeah, enough trolling movies.
0: <laughs> enough trolling movies. I mean, I you know this is a Chicano movie. You can say, but it's directed by a white guy. That's why I kind of it's it's hes- I'm hesitant to like say it's a full on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But it wasn't written by a white guy, so it, you know that kind of helps. But yeah, um, yeah. It just it would have been nice if we would have had like a like a Latin director or something. You know what I mean? Like somebody who could.
2: Do you think that would have made it even more authentic?
0: I think it would have at least had a little more love behind the camera. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, whereas, like, I think, you know, this You know this director, he's serviceable. He's doing what he needs to do, but he's not really, I mean, like, it putting... Just seems
1: work for hire, you know? Yeah. Like, and watching Boys in the Hood, you don't get that at all from that movie, you know? You really get, like, the emotions and stuff like that. And this one, it was kind of like, they're there, but they're kind of just there, you know? Like, it's not really, like, really pulling me in, but, I mean, it is nice to see, like, that this time you know and like how these neighborhoods used to be really you know
2: yeah yeah i think so and i, I like i said i think it's just like it's just my favorite from the bunch because um like even we could sit here and argue about like american me and stuff but even then i'd still be kind of like mm. <laughs> you know what i mean like
0: yeah i mean you know edward james almost he's he's a, a good actor and, a, and yeah. a good director but yeah he does feel he still feels hollywood he doesn't mm-hmm. feel like you know what I mean, like Danny uh, De La Paz, right? Danny De La yeah. Paz. He he's not Hollywood. He he's oh, like no. like you you'd see him like in you can go to like like Frankenstein's I think in, in a... yeah and
2: he posts up there and he'll sign autographs yeah, yeah. And, he, and he's
0: and he's like posted up like he's still yeah. <laughs> dresses like that he's got that hat on like you know what I mean
2: yeah 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 he's still very much about that life
0: yeah yeah and where like,
2: Edward James was like all right let me like button up my fucking <laughs> shirt <Sure. laughs> and like yeah I'll and add like was, a cholo
0: he was yeah he was more so kind of like coming from an outsider perspective i feel like where he's just like oh yeah this is like a story to tell because i am you know I, i'm i'm of latin descent or I'm, I'm mexican or whatever so i yeah. can tell this story and then the mexican mafia was like no you can't
1: <laughs> yeah right yeah, like, For yeah real. No. <laughs> which is pretty wild but yeah, <laughs> yeah. um yeah american means kind of tainted because of that right yeah yeah, yeah. it's kind of it went through
2: some it. shit yeah i know yeah. I, it was crazy they were like getting like death threats and everything
0: Yeah, because they're like, uh, yeah, because they're just like, yeah, this is like making us what look bad. I don't don't even know what they were mad about, but it probably just because what (laughs) didn't feel authentic. It just didn't feel like, you know what I mean? It felt Hollywood and this again, doesn't feel Hollywood. And Mm -mm. I think that's what, you know, in in some of these instances, that's kind of what you need to tell these stories. Um, Luckily, we have John Singleton. He's he's like a master at his craft and he actually appreciates like, you know, other older filmmakers. He watched a lot of film, you know, he's sort of like Spike Lee, where they they kind of ate up all this film with when they didn't really have access to it you know they like when other people weren't you know in their neighborhoods or in their kind of you know social class or whatever where they weren't trying to find like good movies Mm -hmm. you know we're all you know i mean you just watch whatever's on you know what i mean for the most part but they like like dug out like older like directors and things like that so he knows how to move a camera he knows how to tell a story with visuals whereas i think pressman here you know he he doesn't know what he's doing I mean, yeah. He knows what he's doing, but he's not like he's not like here to be like, all right, let me show you again. Like you said, with the crow thing, he started something there, but he just probably didn't have any idea <laughs> yeah. where to. he's just like, how can I show that? I don't know. There was yeah. a crow fly free. I don't know. What do I do? Still,
2: still inexperienced, I guess. Like, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But... And luckily,
0: he, he perfected his craft once he got the secret of the ooze. Um,
1: yeah, I just didn't feel the passion. I felt the passion in the ooze, but not the, <laughs> not the boulevard, you know? <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah I, I can I can definitely see that so
0: yeah no i i I mean i one of the things too i kind of wanted to talk about with this movie was that like uh you know just in the experience but we've been talking about it like experience the real experience of it i think is why the this movie kind of sits with me is that i i see people that i know on that screen you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like it's not it's it's like those like big what is it big happy like yeah. everybody that i ever almost everyone that i'm related to looks like big happy for the most right. part like like all my like you know like everybody like all my cousins friends all look like big happy they all just have you know what i'm saying and yeah so to see that you're just like oh yeah this is not that's why it doesn't make it's fine that they can't act you're just like yeah that's cool i just love seeing this and it's my
2: cousin yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> and and you know you, you know it's, as dumb as that sounds because you know me and mondo we we're not like the type of guys, and I I don't know about yourself, but you know, we don't always have to see uh, ourselves represented on screen, right? Like we, I can watch a movie and if it's just all white people. I'm not gonna get like upset that they didn't have a person of color in it. You know what I mean? It's fine. But at the same time, when you do see, you know, a a whole cast where, you know, for the most part, I think, I don't know if all of them, well, they all, I'm pretty sure they were all of Latin descent, right? Yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah.
2: yeah. They all look like it. But I mean, yeah, I I get what you're saying. Like, I'm the same way. Like, I don't always need to see, like, oh, they didn't have a Mexican-American on this movie. Like, I'm pissed. I don't care. But it is nice when it happens. I'm like, I get excited. Especially, like I said, something like this. Because, yes, I very did grow up with oldies getting played, like, all the time. Every day. All day. And lowriders. And all of that. So, it feels just super like close like I'm like it, it makes me like happy because I'm like down like yeah this is my people <laughs> you know yeah so yeah. yeah I think it's exciting if it if it were to be picked up by Criterion that would be like amazing
0: well you know you're cool. talking to the gatekeepers here so you know you're gonna, to, you're gonna I know
2: some... I'm here to tell you guys <laughs> <laughs> this is Mondo. my request
0: Mondo you seem kind of the most apprehensive yeah here about it so yeah. what get uh, i'm gonna ask you first okay should this would you let into the collection would we should we get should should us too? the keepers of the gates (laughs) open this up to the chicano community (laughs) and let them into the criterion collection (laughs) do we need more cholos in here mando
1: so like okay yeah so i mean i have a lot of apprehension apprehensions about the film like you know like which is good i mean mean, yeah oh yeah i just yeah yeah, i didn't like feel the love behind it like this character like this director is really like trying to like bring something you know and it's just kind of like he got maybe a little lucky you know like i'm just getting everything i mean not lucky i don't know you know i don't really know the work that went behind it but i mean obviously it takes a lot to make a film you know and this film like it like that's the part too is like the authenticity of it like it feels real more real than all these other like you know like really glorified like chicano movies where they're really trying to like show something and like you know like show gang life and like stuff like that and all that and this one is really more like a little more like real to a little more real to like um you know real to life you know like it's not really like yeah they're doing drugs but it's not like a real like it's you know you just do that you just like like and this gang thing it's just it's there but it's not like everything you know and you're trying to get he's trying to get a job and stuff and like doing all these things it feels like more authentic like how you how you're saying earlier you know like and that's what i think like is good about boulevard nights you know and and especially because there's not there's no films like really about this era or this time you know so that's why it should be like preserved and be on i think deserves a criterion release you know like it's not just oh (laughs) got him you know it's not just it's not just like you know like it sucks that there's not more films like this you know like we don't have like can choose from like a bunch or like you know like right you know it just and sometimes you know like you just it was just a film made in this era that like you know it's not the best but it's also not bad at all but it does it does a good job of showing you like more so like uh you know like mexican americans living like how they mm-hmm. live it's like they're not all gangsters they're not all like you know like like uh shady she doesn't like you know she doesn't want to be part of life she's like mm-hmm. trying to have a better job and trying to get um i forget the main character's guy's name yeah the older brother Ray- Ray- oh, raymond yeah raymond like you know she's trying to help him like but and that was like a little soft like you know like his character should have like gone through a little more growth like they should have showed it a little more him struggling with that. But I mean, it is what it is, but you know, like you kind of understand it.
0: Yeah. And you like know? you said, I mean, it, it that's, it is, it's real. Yeah. Like there is no, like, you know, sometimes people don't grow. Yeah. You know, sometimes people do stay the same. They just mm-hmm. move out of their house or whatever, you know, the case yeah. may be. Yeah. So it is, but also another thing that, uh, none of these Cholos were like like uh, Friday after next Cholos. You know what I mean? Yeah. None of them had like bandanas covering their eyes, like being like, what's up, best Like every other <laughs> second. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's like the, yeah. when you have movies that they exaggerate that. You know what I'm saying? They, they, yeah. Every single Cholo is like that. They're all just like that. But it's like, no, that's not really the case. A lot of yeah. them just have that style. They're, they're, they weren't yeah.
1: caricatures of like what or, you think a Cholo right. is. You know? yeah. They weren't little homie yeah. Like, characters. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You-
2: and just to add to that, because that's another thing, I like, I've noticed in LA, the Cholos in LA are very well-spoken, as opposed to what's shown on media, that they're like how you said, they're like, ASA, hey, like, yeah. they like right. they talk all like broken like English. Yeah. My cousins and my uncles and everyone from LA, they speak. Perfect English. Like if you heard them on the phone, you'd be like talking about a white man. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Yeah. But when they when they are around each other, obviously, yeah, they talk slang, but it's still very in a way that's very well spoken. So I think I appreciate that too about or Renaissance because they do show that that they're not very like all like our broken English. They can't talk great. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I think that's not always the case yeah exactly so i i can totally like be like yes i that's how it is
0: <laughs> yeah whereas like you know edward james almost is very in american mean like look at me when you're talking to me you say like, yeah you know, like he's just all very like that and it's just yeah. like oh you know i get that there are like they, they, people can be like that yeah
1: they emphasize yeah. the full time
0: yes but they, yeah. they emphasize it way too much in here in boulevard nights it's it's natural or in it's blood clean. and blood out yeah. yeah and blood and blood out as well if you have benjamin bratt look
1: at me when talking to me <laughs> say <laughs>
2: yeah exactly like they just try to like overdo it like there's even like a scene in american me where like one of the kids is like oh this and it's like come on dude like yeah yeah that
0: that that, exactly yeah that's a really funny (laughs) like
1: in selena you know when the when they run yeah
2: exactly yeah Celinas, like all of that like that's always been what you hear and you expect a cholo to sound like and i'm like no dude like th- i know some very well-spoken cholos
0: yeah honestly i mean that that's really funny. i think you're kind of right with the him kind of g- getting lucky again you know a but lot of, inf- one of
1: sorry one thing too oh, is yeah. that like uh i yeah i'd want to i want someone else i would want someone to see this rep- representation of you know mexican-american life and whittier boulevard and all that stuff rather than blood and blood out and american me like yeah i love those films i like those films mm-hmm. american me more so and you know but this one is a little more like yeah i want everyone else to see this it's not we're not what you think we are you know mm-hmm. we're not all that you know
0: yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. we're not we're not just that yeah. you know these people are people you know and, and yeah. again you know uh pressman got lucky like you were saying again i don't know how much goes in, it's hard work goes into making this movie of course but yeah. he did get lucky in that he had that perfect storm of these actors who aren't professional actors who are real people and so he doesn't really he probably didn't even direct them he probably was just like yeah just read you know your lines right go you know
1: (laughs) (laughs) i know it's hard it's just hard to tell you know like i'm sorry pressman but you know
2: like we can't tell
1: yeah it's it's yeah and 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 again that's not like
2: how do you
0: tell a turtle to act (laughs) 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 yeah (laughs) (laughs) Got <laughs> yeah. and again you know yeah I, we're, i'm not trying to bag on him completely but i do feel like it is a perfect storm of a movie captured the right moment these right yeah. things um yeah. it, it just it feels authentic it's not overproduced it's not and again if if it would have been maybe a an american me style movie where it had the budget it had someone behind it maybe maybe edward james almost would have directed it and ruined it who knows yeah Yeah. maybe it is good that pressman just kind of was a gun for hire on this and that is really more about the story and what that represents i I don't know but i think it does belong i'm going to say that obviously i believe that it belongs in the collection because just for that simple fact that it has the the i think the dialogue itself just the the fact that they don't exaggerate those Cholo voices, I think is just it automatically just allows it in you know seriously yeah. because that alone like, yeah because I mean that's like like we said, we don't really see enough stuff like that, everything is so exaggerated, everything is so like everyone's all like stanced up all the time, you know what I mean, like they're just like natural people just hanging out and doing stuff that wasn't like
1: yeah, Raymond doesn't even let uh, uh chuco wear his bandana yeah yeah exactly.
0: yeah. yeah, he <laughs> tells him yeah. not to wear it, yeah, yeah. and again very stylish I, I wish i could dress like that but i, I you know I can't, I can't walk around like <laughs> wait that. like not, raymond
2: or like no no Chico? like
0: uh, like chuko <laughs> oh, okay, I, like, okay okay yeah, yeah. Those, those shirts those button-ups i mean yeah the, yeah that, that bring i mean i know a lot of people dress like that still but i'd like to see mm-hmm. it bring but i'd like to see it more you know i want to see that yeah back.
2: Yeah, yeah for sure the take pride in how you dress look
0: yeah. Like literally, which is, that's another funny thing. Like it's just like, they like Chugo literally has. Ironing his shirt. Nothing he
1: has OCD. Yeah. Yeah. He's mentally ill.
0: Obviously. He's
2: like the creases aren't right. No, yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. And no, literally it's, it's his definitely. whole life is falling apart around him, but he's worried about the creases in his pants. <laughs> but his like,
2: shirt is going to be crisp. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Which is just like, yeah, that's another thing too. Like that's, yeah, they, that's how, you know, like I said, that's how, that's how we keep them down. Make sure yeah. that um you know raymond just worries about his car so that way he can't move on mm-hmm. in life make sure that chukos is ironing in his pants and worrying about being in a gang so that they don't move on in life you know it's very much a system that's put in place in yeah. certain neighborhoods you know what i mean to keep them this kind of way and it's like but,
2: oh, oh, oh sorry no go ahead i was just gonna say kind of in relation to that do you think it's like i mean yeah i know it's something like in the neighborhood but do you also think it just has something to do with the whole pride thing like
0: well I I think it's 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 obviously I was just gonna say it's it is it is both I I think that um also you know we uh you know people from those neighborhoods took those things and made them their own you know what I mean Mm -hmm. as as opposed to you know some people know that yeah you know I I know that I'm being poisoned when I with these liquor stores and and all these like things going on in my butt you know, it's, it's part of my community. It's my, I got to lift up my community, right? Like, I got to go help the people at the liquor store and buy stuff from them so that they stay in business. You know what I mean? That mm-hmm. there's like certain things that aspects that do come into play with that. But at the same time, that is there to, you know, keep you down. But also you're right, though, like, them being so prideful and not wanting to, uh, you know, do anything but that stuff. There's just like, well, I am this, I'm a man, what do you mean? Like, I don't got to do this yeah. stuff. It's like, well, you know, think about what, the idea of what being a man really is I mean is being a man just that you have like really like iron pants or (laughs) is it that you like you know you you handle the situation well and you can speak to somebody and and get a job and show up on time and do these things you know what I mean or or does being a man mean that you can huff paint and like get in someone's face and say what's up Like you know yeah it's like a yeah again unfortunately there's no real like kind of button to all these kind of things in this movie but I don't think that's a problem because, again, we're just seeing it play out. There there doesn't need to be mm-hmm. a, a big conclusion of everyone learned something and everyone did this. and every, You know what I mean? It's just it's just life. It's just a slice of life, you know?
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So um, RIP Chuko. Oh, miss I, you, know. I know.
2: I know. Spoilers. Not, oh, yeah. <laughs> well,
0: we do spoilers here.
2: Oh, right? okay, cool. Okay, yeah. cool.
0: So, um, I mean, sh- I I don't want to spoil the other death in it because that, that one made me real sad. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was like one of those things where I was just like, yeah, like, like, yeah, get, get in the car and go get them. like you know. Yeah. But that's yeah, not, yeah.
2: it's so tragic, you know. Yeah,
0: yeah, but uh, R.I.P. Trunko. Yeah, yeah. So let's. uh, I mean, that's we kind of did last thoughts on that, huh?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Let it in.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's in. Yeah. Yeah. It, it obviously is in, but yeah, thank you for thank bringing you guys. this. Um, cause you know, I, I probably would have eventually brought it, um, but it's nice to kind of have a guest to someone who has like a, a history with it. You know what I mean? Uh, didn't you say that you actually, uh, you met Danny De La Paz?
2: Yeah. <laughs> he like, he's a really friendly guy. So like, um, I messaged him, I think I like emailed him or something and then, he literally oh you hit him up like i yeah i emailed (laughs) him because (laughs) (laughs) because he sells like um pictures of like the movies he's been with like his autograph Uh, and like i said my dad's like a big fan so i was like for one of his like birthdays or something i like hit him up and i was like hey like um can i get one of your pictures or whatever but he's so nice and like chill that he was like yeah here's my phone number he's like call me like whenever like so you can tell me like what exactly you want so like yeah i like call him and he's just like a homie now. Like he's just like like we follow each other, and like he's just oh, really nice. cool. And he's like uh, very much about like, like yeah, like he's like I'm proud like that your dad like you know like taught you about this stuff. He's like miha like he's really nice, nice guy. But um, but yeah, I like I he goes to car shows all the time too, and like he's just just there. He's just really yeah. Chill.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Nice awesome. Nice that, that's super cool. And now I feel yeah. now you're saying he's a nice dude. I feel really bad by say, about saying that his acting wasn't so great in this.
2: Well, I mean, I, <laughs> it was like his first one. So, yeah. you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. he gets a he gets a pass. But for overall as a person, I mean, he's he's just a nice guy.
0: A that's token. awesome. That's pretty yeah. cool. That's nice to hear that he's And like,
2: he he likes to give back to the community. So that's always cool, too. So.
0: And, and and if we get this on Criterion, we can get him to do some commentary, maybe some interviews. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like it would be great.
2: Yeah, you will know? be like, "Hey, Audrey, hit him <laughs> up." <laughs> He'll be on the podcast. No, yeah, he he's really he he yeah. I would, uh, I would no out. He'd be down.
0: Oh, but I, I'm I'm even saying like if the Criterion Collection really puts it, oh, in, like if they're yeah, gonna release yeah. it, you know what I mean? Like they can reach out to him and be like, "Hey, we want you know, can you do an interview like a, an anniversary about like tell us about yeah. it and stuff?" You know, because you know a lot of these people aren't gonna be around forever, so you know we want to make sure that we get them to speak about this stuff.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So yeah, you know that that's you know we need. Boulevard Nights needs a damn resurrection, everybody. Yes. And that's what we're here to do. Yes. That's it. So, everyone who hasn't seen it, if you're listening, go out and rent it. It's only $3 to rent. Yeah. It's certainly worth that.
2: $7 um,
0: to buy. <laughs> $7 to buy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> because for a minute, I could not find it. Like, uh-huh. I could not find the physical one. I had to, I think I bought it off like eBay or something. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's usually where I don't think I don't think they just have it anywhere. Yeah, I don't think you could just yeah. go on like Best Buy or something and get it unfortunately. So that's yeah. certainly one of the reasons why it deserves to be in the Criterion collection. Um yeah. Every thank you to everyone who's listening. Audrey, thank you again for being a guest. Thank you for bringing light to the boulevard
2: <laughs> Thank you guys for having me.
0: Yeah, so uh where can we find you uh, um if we want to um You know, if we want to hit you up for Daniel LaPaz's number. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Um, Well, I'm on Instagram under Audrey2. It's spelled kind of weird. So it's like O-D-D-R-E-Y and then uh, 2-T-W-O. That's for Instagram and TikTok. And then obviously I have my podcast with John, which is The Real Talk. And that's Real Talk uh, spelled with two Ks. John can do it way better than me. (laughs) He has it to like (laughs) a science. The Real Talk spelled with two Ks. But yeah, that's on YouTube and also on Instagram. So Awesome! Awesome!
0: Thank you so much um, for joining. I am Jordan Garcia. Um, you can find me at Young Jane Fonda. Please follow the podcast on Instagram at Criterion Cult Pod, on Twitter at Criterion Cult Mondo,
1: and yeah, you can follow me on, on at Save underscore Mondo on whatever platform. Nice. Hell
0: yeah! Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for joining the Cole Audrey. Um, We'll see you on we'll see you on the boulevard.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Cruising, (laughs) cruising.
0: That that sounds kind of bad. I I mean, like cruising because you're gonna we're gonna be cruising, not like like
2: (laughs) yeah. Thanks, guys.
0: Edit that out. All right, have a good (laughs) one.